got a chance. Opportunity, to... promotion, blah, blah. You know, those are just words. 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 All I have to offer is words. Just words. Nobody cares. Oh, no. Nobody cares. <laughs> nah, 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 yeah. Now you wait till the fucking right, last right, very right. second intro. <laughs> I got to bleep my head. Your suit. <laughs> it's too late. Yeah, What's going on, my beautiful peoples? Today is a lovely thunderstorm. New York City is sinking underwater. Yes, it is. Drowning Sif beautiful went? day. <laughs> Shit. Hurricane Sandy's sister, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? We in motherfucking Washington Heights. So that means that uh, rent will keep going up. Yes. <laughs> the premium will, will be a premium. A very and high premium. Those people from yeah. Chelsea will now be looking to move up here. Dominican food they are now. Yeah. <laughs> I love the sound effects. You're on point. <laughs> um, so before we get into it, uh, you know, before I even talk about all that, let me just make the round of intros. I probably should have given you that entire breakdown, but I'm going to tell you right now. It is what it is. I okay. just had to tell two of my neighbors, yo, quiet that fucking music down. They listened, thank God. They, they did. Huh? Shout out to the neighbors. Shout yeah. out to yes. the neighbors. Shout out. They, they are on point. Thank you, yeah. um, But you know who we got on deck? My brother, my main man, Dre Drizzle. What's going on? What's happening? What's popping, my beautiful people? <laughs> we all dry. That's what's popping. Yeah. It was a, it was yes. a crazy, crazy yes. fucking day out there. Crazy day. It was crazy. You came in walking today with beautiful spirits, by the way. Yeah, because I took a nap before I came <laughs> That's here. That's why. Yeah. I was like, I, I ain't going to lie. When I text you, I was like, please, please. I, I got to keep it all the way real. I was like, hopefully he quit. Hopefully he canceled. <laughs> 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 Shit's crazy out there right now. And then I was like, yo, man the wow. fuck up. Take a shower. Always come out. Yeah. yeah. No, I got to keep it real. Yo, I, you know when you cozy and, and the fucking Seinfeld's in the background playing and you like, yo, yeah. For a split second, but then I Wait, you... I heard the guest was very very important, so I was like, let me stop. No, but just now. so people understand, <laughs> it was it's the worst torrential rain there you go. Yeah. that New York has experienced probably since Sandy. Yeah. So and just so you get context for people thank who you. Not, watch, you, thank you for letting them know. I'm not, I'm not an asshole. Thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> it. Was horrible, nonstop torrential yeah, it was rains. It was bad. The rats were on their surfboards. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was really bad. <laughs> and it's, really it's that bad yeah. and I made my way here yeah you did, you did. You. we all did thank God. Yeah, yeah thank God did thank he just God. do your yeah. intro because yeah, yeah thank I, you I, no he just he I just looked out for me he just looked out for me thank you because yes. I just want to look like an asshole I was just had to keep it real for that split second when I woke up I was like coño yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the trains and the bus are running because the mean, Ubers are crazy right now if it makes you feel better I did text Ron coming in from Hartford today and I was like you should check to make sure that looks so and does it cancel That's just like double make sure that he can just get words, up just words Uber cares <laughs> Uber cares uh, yeah shit. like legit I was I was like I, I texted everybody I was like look I triple checked with the guy <laughs> <laughs> he knows what he said he's like I triple confirmed <laughs> I had no excuse after that I was like I have to make it alright it's happening yeah. I hit my mans over your email I was like you know what let me hit him up on IG like let me everything every, Yo, every, I, give, I gotta give a shout out to our publicist hey, you know he, he still showed it. up all the way from Brooklyn he showed up before you I know all the way from Brooklyn the publicity team still showed up my man walked in here and he was like Whew. Yo, once once you walk in, and the first thing is you say, Whoo. <laughs> no, thank you to the team. Thank you to yeah, the team. You got, a, you got a good team. You got a good yeah, team. Thank you. On point. On point. Uh, before we jump into who our guest is, you know who we got on deck? The lovely, the honorable, lovely lady H. Okay. <laughs> 
I've had a phenomenal week, and I'm so excited to be here. So, very excited for our guest. Yes. No, thank you. Kept it like super simple. Yeah. And, like after everybody's like, ah, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> you're like, the weather, the weather, the weather. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, related to the weather, you sent me those posts oh. when I was out in Hartford of all the IG videos of rain, torrential downpour in New York, and I was like, that's fake news. Did you see the one in the bus? That's yeah, wild. That shit was wild. <laughs> People was on top of the chairs. I was like, yo. yo. But the thing is, is, it's beautiful how unfazed everybody looks. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> like, cool, you are so good. Yeah. It's that crazy. pretty messed up. It's fucked up. Uh, yo. Oh, oh, that was another thing. My bad. You watch Seinfeld? Yeah, yeah, that's my number one show ever. Are you kidding? Hell yeah, Seinfeld. Of course, I'm a Seinfeld guy over Friends. A lot of people like Friends, but I'm a Seinfeld. You said Seinfeld over Friends. Yeah, yeah. Both of those shows suck. No, Seinfeld. I thought it sucked. No, no, you gotta get into it, bro. Man, Office is better than all that shit. If we're gonna talk white shows, Office. We have to debate later. Okay, I learned something new about you. You lost like about ten cool points in my book. Uh, <laughs> uh, when we were kids, you would uh, your moms would give us like hot milk, uh, like strawberry, quick, 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 quick right? Quick. Yeah, that's quick. And that's quick. The, and your motherfuckers would be like, "Oh, let's put on Seinfeld." I'm yeah. like, "What?" Yeah. Like, what? And I'm like, "And that that's them deca filling adult." Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, "We drink it fucking quick." <laughs> <laughs> strawberry joy. Strawberry. <laughs> Wait, but you drink it hot? Hell yeah! yeah. I you never drink. I put it in the in the little pot. <laughs> Throw a little quick, but she oh, used to throw nice. it the quick, you know, slowly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like cooking crack. Uh-uh. I got straight microwave from my... <laughs> Me and my brothers would be like, yeah, ma. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's Shout crazy? Out to my I, mother. I, I, I still love drink Dusty Quick hot. Like, For real? Uh, Yo, that's, that's like the a best lot. thing it's ever. Yeah. But I never tried like the strawberry. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Strawberry hot? Me and my younger brother, we used to do the strawberry. My older brothers are like the chocolate. Chocolate. That yeah, yeah, like yeah. weird, dude, bro. I used to like the strawberry. I got to try that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, strawberry hot <laughs> strawberry yeah all right uh yeah. yo <laughs> out of all that wild madness that we're facing outside of new york city uh today what we bring is nothing but love and congratulations and and before i even go on off on that matter of fact uh back in the days when we had cross paths i can't remember exactly what latino film festival number it was but my man over Ouch. here, <laughs> I think it was like number four or something. It was like a really long time ago. But uh, I, it, it's so old that I can't even find a commercial on YouTube. <laughs> oh, you tried? You couldn't find it? I tried. Yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. cracked a joke. I was like, did you record it in VHS tapes or what? Wow. Coño, man, you going to drop the joke again on me? Yeah, that's a good joke. It was, though. Wow. Yeah. My man gave me my first... Uh, paycheck that I made via making beats and music Damn. because my uh, my my beat came out in the New York Latino Film Festival X year and on the on the on the commercial and the commercial was crazy because it was like uh, a park and there was like a dude running with a chainsaw a motherfucker on fire like la musiquita mía está atrás and and it was like New York Latino Film Festival or something like I vaguely recall that and it was pretty fun but who we got on deck is a brother that offers opportunities a brother that recognizes and shows love across the board um, not just I'm not gonna say just Latino I think you do it you know to everyone that's talented that you believe in uh, my man with the fucking 
Probably the dopest name I've ever said in my life. <laughs> the most unique name I've ever. I never heard this. Like, name. like, like I'm gonna. I had to say his name with a fucking bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calixto Chinchilla. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, you threw Chinchilla in it? Yeah, his name, his last name is Chinchilla. Are you fucking kidding me? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait the fuck up. You really did it. You really did it. No, no, no. Real or, or street name? Chinchilla? No. <laughs> no. the fucking coolest name <laughs> Yo, that shit is amazing. <laughs> Fuck, bro. All right. Shout out to your parents. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Guess it I just is. eat that bomb. Yeah, like, throw that bomb again for that one. That if day. I can get that track. Damn. What's up? Calixto Chinchilla. <laughs> That bomb sounds so good in these headsets. The audience doesn't even know. Oh, these are really good headsets. Yeah. How you do it today, bro? My bad. Okay. I was just asked, do you have siblings? Yes. What are their names? Yes, please. One, his name is Robert. Oh, no. oh, are you the first child? We know the one who's loved. I'm the, I'm the last. Oh, wow. Yeah. Robert, that's a boo name. Wow. Wow. Robert. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> And what does Calypso mean again? What was the name? Um, it means beautiful one. El Diablo. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck these yeah. other kids. I know, right? Right? I He's the last one. We're going to make him special. This nigga over here is the beautiful <laughs> one. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> He's the last one. Wow. Oh man. So how you doing today, brother? I'm good. I'm glad to be here. You know, I mean I've been seeing I've been seeing the growth. I've been seeing the show and I don't know. It feels like it's the Howard Stern meets something else. I don't know what it is. And somebody <laughs> said that me, early. Like, I was like, what, what is the show? I was like, it's Howard Stern-ish vibes meets something else. I don't know what the other show is, but it's some next level thing. And it's just, it feels Thank like you. that late night show. Well, even though it's a podcast, but it feels like that late night podcast. Oh, we need to get that late night fucking Five. deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I give you credit for bringing something different to the table because it feels if if it gives me that energy, which I like. I appreciate you, brother. Uh, so you know, just to bring it back to what I was going to try to share in the beginning, super con uh, uber congratulations. You just wrapped up. So what year would this be uh, of the New York Latino Film Festival? The second year. <laughs> Second. Is that for real? No, 23rd. No, 20 fucking 30. Another bomb? Another that? bomb? Bring, bring, it, bring it up. Bring it up. Yes. Like, this show's going to have a lot of bombs going up. A lot of bombs going up. 23 years. 23 years, That's brother. amazing. So you started it? Yeah. What? Yeah. Please, elaborate. How the fuck? 23 years alone. How did that happen? Uh... It's a long story. Nah, I'm a man, but what do you think we brought you on for? <laughs> What's the time left with the neighbors before you yeah, 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 yeah. I think I hear right now. Yeah, I know, I know. Little by little, they're going to be itching away. So. I invite them in. Motherfuckers <laughs> playing music with their YouTube videos and the commercials just to look at them. No way. That's a new way. That would have been the perfect soundtrack behind the story. Think, 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 think. It started off in whatever. We just need to get their numbers. When I was a baby. Uh, no, basically, you know, I was that filmmaker. I was, well, first off, you know, I was, I wanted to make a film. I wanted to make a short film. I was really always into film since I was a kid. And me and my childhood friend, um, 
we we just love the movies. We grew up together. We're still friends to this day. What's the friend's name? Let's give him a Paris. shout. Paris. His name is Paris Jones. Oh, yeah, but everybody yes. got dope yes. ass yes. names. Yes. What are we doing? Yeah, he's a producer now. Oh, shit. oh wow. Uh, so he works in the industry and. Uh, Somehow, you know, we were like, okay, let's make this short film. And we did it gangster style. We raised money. You know, we sold M&Ms on the train. <laughs> oh, we did everything we could to raise money. We were young people. Like, we just started out college. And along the way, you kind of got screwed over. You have people that say they're going to do things for you. They don't mm -hmm. do them. You're naive. Mm -hmm. You're young. You're like, you'll take anything. Mm -hmm. And I just learned so many things of not to do. But also along the way, I had such a great tribe of just professionals and people of color that were just coming together to put this project together. Um, but then there was something, what happens after the film is done? And there was no place to play. You know, there wasn't a Tribeca Film Festival. Not that this film would have gone into the Tribeca <laughs> Film Festival, but that didn't exist. There wasn't anything Latino or POC that existed at the time. And... Uh, Alongside of that, so you had that situation, my lived experience of, you know, getting screwed over in my, my naivete, right, in the business, whatever that was. And then you had, at the same time, uh, a cultural shift or cultural, maybe a larger recognition of the Latino market. And so in the year, this was like in the year 98, 99, mm -hmm. and Ricky Martin was about to like really bust out. This is when Mi Vida Loca oh, came out. Oh, shit. This was the Latino explosion. <laughs> and so all of that was alive and real. And you had an industry that was looking to capitalize on the Latin market. Oh, they're going to be the next big thing. Mm. Okay, well, we're going to be the big thing, but are we going to have ownership in this big thing? You know what I mean? Like big companies going to monopolize, but... Where's the opportunity for us? And you ha I think you also, within that, you had that in music. But then also in film, you had that that same kind of heat, like mm -hmm. people trying to tap into the market. I mean, music, we only had like Big Pun. Yeah, <laughs> Big Pun. Yeah, but reggaeton was like, this was 98, 99. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Playeros and all that shit was coming up. You know, and it was like this. It's like, once you had the first reggaeton hit, then like, you know, let's go to... What a Latin mix yeah. or like whatever. All of a sudden right. they started doing reggaeton stations. Like everybody's capitalizing on it quick. The, the only reason I said pun is because I didn't I didn't look at pun as a like Latino rapper. Yeah. I was just like, yo, he's a rapper that happens to be Latino. So that the and when I think about what we do to this day, it, it's a little funny because we are always Latino first. And it's like, oh, we can't just be actors or mm -hmm. actresses right, right. or whatever. Yeah. It's like Latino actor. Yeah. I was like, why do I got to be first? Like, you know, but yeah. as you were saying, within that shift, um, you're, 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 you're identifying, you're, 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 you're on the level of like, fuck the creativity. You're identifying what people want to capitalize on. Yeah. So my how thing the fuck is, did you even think about that? <laughs> you know, I was like, well, what if we came up with something that really educated the audience mm. and educated an industry of what the culture was producing? And not that I knew that the culture was producing a lot of content. I didn't know that, but I think there was an idea that if if done right, they would do it. You know what I mean? There would be content. And that's when the idea of doing a Latino Film Festival, you know, kind of came to be. And it was like, well, what if we did two things or three things? What if we build community, build audiences for the work, build filmmakers to really give them a place to a really high class place that was really going to develop their work and kind of force them to elevate the content mm -hmm. and then educated the industry to what was going on and like, okay, well, 
Hollywood, if you're looking for talent and you're looking for content and you're looking for writers and you're looking for creatives, then we're going to build a place to see that. And that's that's how the idea kind of came about. And I, I would say a lot of it was by accident and all of it was by desire. Like, And I mean that in the sense that you know, I was going to school, I was going to college, I was working two jobs, I was in my mom's house. It was a different time. I was not, you know, I was just a young guy that had this crazy uh, dream, this idea that I thought, you know, could work. And uh, 23 years later. It works. So, it kind of works. <laughs> it it kind of works. Yeah. It kind of works. <laughs> 23 um, years later. <laughs> and it, it works and it evolves and we can get us all of that. But yeah, I mean, that was the initial idea. And, and it's crazy because, you know, I, I built this with a bunch of people that I didn't know. So I literally, I had my cousin. My cousin was the only one who found out about it. I, I spoke to and one of my best friends. And then everything else, I kept a secret. I kept a secret with my mom. My mom didn't even find out until she saw it on TV. Oh, really? wow. Yeah. Why did you keep it from your mom for so long? Because she's, and to this day, she's the biggest, <laughs> like, you know, she's a pessimist. And I just mm -hmm. didn't want to, I didn't want anything. I didn't, I already had feelings of doubt so i didn't need someone mm. to validate that mm. and so i was like you know what let me just keep this on the hush i Is kept she on the dominican side or the puerto rican puerto rican side, side. Oh, wow. but i kept it <laughs> <laughs> but i kept it secret amongst everybody including my best friend paris mm. really? and so i was like i'm not telling anyone i'm just gonna do this and if it works it works and if it doesn't then i don't need no, a, one, knows. So, no one knows mm. and so um and then it it started to happen and uh you know hbo got involved and wow. um that kind of changed everything surprise yeah. I, I, like i wow. mean and it's crazy to... i did some gangster uh, gangster stuff like literally in my job i had all the copy codes and I would print my proposals. I had a friend that worked across the street. He would mail the proposals for free because there was no email. There was none mm -hmm. of there was emails, but you couldn't do. Uh, you we do had today? presentations and mm -hmm. decks and all of that. That didn't exactly happen, you know, in the year 1999 or you know whatever. So, uh, you know, we got really hella creative, and I just started sending stuff out, making calls, everything, everything that I can do to make it happen, mm -hmm. and. Uh, that's what we did. We did gangster stuff, and that's how the film festival, first Damn. film festival happened. So, and mind you, the first fest, the festival was on film. We ran everything on prints. Mm. There was no DCP. There was no digital. Just oh, to give shit. you context, mm -hmm. everything was on 35, uh, 70, you know, So you 16. had to get everybody to the reels. give you reels. The reels. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Everything was on reels. We had a truck that we would rent, and... Um, yeah, we would we would put all the prints there and go from theater to theater. We ran in like five theaters um, and single house theaters. And we did it from 59th Street from uh, Lexington Avenue to First Avenue. There was a theater in every avenue. Mm. And so I, I we really always wanted it to be, you know, first class festival. I mean, that's your dream, but to make it happen is, is a totally different thing. But I knew the look and the feel the legitimacy that it had to have. Like we had to have a legitimacy that matched what general market festivals were about, you know, whether it's a Sundance or another festival, this had a look just like them, like mm -hmm. had a, had a rank up to them. And that was from jump street. Um, it was not going to play at some rinky dink right. and none of that, like it had to look different. Um, 
and that was it you know and that first year was pretty explosive so yeah what did your mom and your best friend think you were doing while you were they didn't know anything my mother (laughs) you know my mother would uh you know i used to um spray glue um the folders of my presentation you know because i we had like a nice graphic and i wanted to have a certain look and you know just so you it, it didn't feel cheap yeah. <laughs> like i bought expensive paper like everything couldn't look cheap even if you read the proposal and so uh she would smell the aerosol <laughs> and she was like what what is going on <laughs> yeah. so she thought it was like well, am i doing drugs oh, am i sniffing yeah. stuff and i'm like no i'm just spraying glue you know for school and uh yeah spraying glue project, for school it's a project yeah. for school it's a project for school, school project, don't worry about it. it's a project for school and yeah. so she didn't know what was going on and you know that was it that yeah she 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 really didn't know much. I really, it was the hardest secret to keep. Oh and then God. by the time she found out, you know, I was like, well, I'm moving out the house. Damn. So I was like, oh. that's what happened. I'm moving out. <laughs> so so I made my millions. Bye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my 40. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Hit me up later. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> and I told her later, and you know, I mean, I, it was a, it, it's tough, but those are the things that you, I felt like I needed to do. I felt like that was, maybe adulting without knowing i mean like i was growing up and i was like this was crazy i thought i was really crazy so after the first one you already knew like i got something here i think i knew the first i think i knew opening night we had something yeah oh what a feeling yeah it was like building up to that that first opening night like the secret you had to keep yeah. Did you? Because when I get excited about things, like oh my god, I just you know book this or something, I like yeah. I tell Ron like babe, ah! <laughs> who did you share that with? Like when you like started meeting like uh, your goals and getting excited about building this thing that was coming together. I slowly started just meeting people. I did a lot of research, mm-hmm. so it's not like the festival just came out of nowhere. There was a lot of research that was done. I went to institutions like a Mosa de Barrio. I did. Uh, uh, jo- Joseph Papp and the the public theater had mm. done a Latino theater festival. Oh, he did. Yeah, he doesn't and, do that anymore. <laughs> no, no, but they had something I mean, in, a, in an incorporated film, uh, and so I did a wow. lot of that background research. I even met with uh, Richard Pena, who was like big in the film and Lincoln Center, and so I, it was. Uh, and then I looked at different Latino film movements, mm. like this was done with care so i don't want people to think oh i'm just gonna start a film festival i think there's mm. there's a lot of that happening mm. but there was a lot of you go on film freeway every nigga got a fucking film festival yeah. <laughs> yeah. and everybody's just asking you for 20 dollars yo dame la película <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know and then people even people have come to uh this festival and like oh i'm gonna make a festival i was like okay go do your thing but for me there was a lot of research there's probably like it took us two years for the first festival to happen so Mm -hmm. uh 98 was like doing that research talking to different latino groups talking to people who attempted this in the past talking to latinos who had film uh like collaboratives there was a latino film collaborative there was other stuff that had existed a lot of these folks are you know older um and so there was a trust issue and it's like is this guy for real and mm-hmm. i'm like this young and mm-hmm. 20 something hey i'm gonna do a fe-. like it was 
I get it. I got. I got the trust skepticism. issues or gatekeeping. Let me stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but so I, get, but I, but you understand. It was, it was the time. It was. I looked different. Like it was different, right? And so I, I understood it. I try not to take it personally. Mm. And for me, it was like, no, this is. I'm gonna do the best that I can. And mind you, I didn't have money yet. Um, <laughs> You're like, wait till I got money. Uh, <laughs> wait till I get my I did, money. I didn't have the money. But How do you convince them? <laughs> To be open, I think yeah. if you just come from an authentic place and be, you know, just genuine mm-hmm. that you really care to learn and know what they did, uh, then I think some people would be open and that's what happened. And then sometimes you had to be confident. So for me, mm-hmm. it's like I had to play the role of being an executive director. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't like yeah. the word founder, but I was like, I'm the executive director. And wow. if I moved in that, then I felt like, okay, I can, I, I took it as a job mm-hmm. from the jump, you know. So that's why you don't use founder. You're like founder. El tigre que lo encontró y no, no hizo I mean, nada. I use it sometimes, but you know, I just uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like founder holds a little bit more weight. No, yeah, but executive director you know sounds you like you're more into it and you're doing yeah. shit. I, I used to like, hate the word entrepreneur. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I used to Let hate everybody the word work. You know what I'm saying? You used to hate which word? Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Mm. Why? Because b- back then, I mean, sometimes it would be like you're broke. Mm. Oh, he don't got a job. Bro, he's uh, oh, shit. Uh, entrepreneur means broke niggas trying shit. <laughs> like, <Hello>. literally. Porque mira, yo, you know, so what you're doing now? I'm just uh, I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's how I felt. <laughs> what could you tell somebody like that? Like, and, you can't say that. And thing. I what guess you if say? you are a founder of something that isn't established, then that kind of also, yeah. there's yeah, no yeah, credibility. Yeah. That's, that's, that's like, how I said it. Yeah. So I, you and I Got think it. of the same wavelength. So I was like, you know what? If this is, then this is the title. This is the Executive job that director. I'm going to do. Then this is the title. Now, mind you, I I was in Entrepreneur Magazine later on, but you know, back then, and it's funny because I told them the same thing. I was like, I can't believe I'm in this magazine, Hilarious. and I didn't like this word. But oh, anyway, wow. um, <laughs> like on the cover, entrepreneur, and you're like, bueno, señor, it's so can we? <laughs> Can we just say did a Calixto Chinchilla? <laughs> Joking. No, no, it has to be Calixto Chinchilla. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so then you fucking land a deal with HBO. Yeah. How the fuck does that? Dang. So you, you, you out here sending the proposals. When you say proposals, is that a pitch deck of you're like, Mira, this is the target demographic that you guys can be capitalizing on. These are the people. This is how much a buying power they have. This is what you need to be focusing at least some of your attention on. I should be that motherfucker that yeah. it allows you that gateway. And what <laughs> Pretty year, much, you what should, year, yeah. What year was it. HBO that, that you landed that deal? The first year. Fuck. First year? Bomb, 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 bomb. Throw a bomb. Damn, first year. Wow. That's amazing. That's impressive. Yeah. Yo, damn. Damn. Like, even an applause. Wow. wow. And, and the horns. <laughs> All the buttons. Are yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's crazy. You know, again, you... I did some crazy stuff. <laughs> like, I would... You know, just star six, seven people, like, so they oh. wouldn't trace me. I got <laughs> nicer receptionists. I, you know, I think there was a little bit of openness because it was that Ricky, it was that hot period. And you have this festival, like, okay, is this for real? Fucking you know Ricky mean? Martin doesn't even know what he inspired. For you. real. <laughs> you know, you just had all of that. You know what I mean? And Latinos, we were everywhere. When Time Magazine puts us in the cover and says, like, we're the next hot thing in America. Which is crazy to hear, but right. like when that when those certain moments happened in media, and Latinos were just getting a different level of attention, 
then you had companies that were curious. Mm-hmm. And mind you, HBO Latino didn't exist. None of this existed yet. But then again, you had curious media, media companies that I knew. And so, um, and it's funny because the, the, the HBO meeting, how that happened, uh, I was working and I, you know, I, I kept trying to get through, never happened, kept trying to get through. I was really nice to the receptionist. <laughs> so he was just showing up. Hey, Mira, hey. My just name is Calixto Chinchilla. I want to have a meeting with somebody. She probably thought the name was fake, to be fair. <laughs> that too, though. That too. You're yeah, right, though. You're right, though. saw what I looked right, like, right? Yeah. And so I I kept begging or whatever. And By the way, you were way more flaquito back then. Yeah. This nigga's mad, big, and bulky now. Like, fucking works out <laughs> and goes to the gym. Back then, it the tigre on flaquito. Yeah. I don't know if you are. Yeah, it's it, like... Really, the really, old really. pictures are for real. <laughs> um, and so I was lucky that I got patched in. But when I got patched in to speak to the executive, I had a customer in front of me. I was like, oh, my God. And I remember this vividly because I remember, I don't know how I still got the meeting. And I had other people talk to the to the customer. I was like, no, I can't. Like, if I don't take this call, I'm, it's done. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah. And not that the call guaranteed anything, but anyway, you know, it's just like that. And they took, you know, my friends got in. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna whatever, whatever. And they's like, okay, well, you know, we'll carve, you know, fifteen twenty for you. Ooh. Oh my god! Yeah, and like I'm in. Damn, yeah, I quit. That's, that's all you need. <laughs> so I got the best khakis I could get. Right? Wait, 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 what brand were they? Where did he get these? Probably old knaves or something <laughs> like that. You know, I'm like. I was broke, you know, living with my moms and all that. So I was like, all right, let me, I came with the jazz board backpack. <laughs> I, you know, yeah, and so I forget a briefcase, that's passing. <laughs> you were more laced up than me. I never dressed in a suit. This brother would, would be dressed best. Right, we'll we'll get into that story in a minute. I didn't have this gear. I was like, damn, what am I missing? <laughs> and so I go in um, and they were, you know, definitely they were surprised and I just pitched. And then um, I walked out with a contract. Oh my wow. God. That's amazing. Damn. Wow. That's what God. Was, what was that's it like? God. That's God. Yeah, for, no, what that's, was it that's like walking into God that? and hustle. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's God and, and I remember, and I always say this, you know, I wanted so bad to get in the building, and yet I wanted to get out so fast because I was like breaking right. down in the elevator. I, I was literally just imagine. crying. I was like, what is going to happen? Oh my God. And so now that it happens, she's like, Oh shit! Now this this is gonna happen. Like, what do I do? Now, now it has what? to happen. You have to deliver. Now what? <laughs> That's crazy. And now you gotta hire people. I had to get an office. Oh I had God. literally had to build the company because we didn't have. I didn't have a business plan per se. I had a plan, mm-hmm. and I knew I had. I knew what I wanted. Like all those things, vision wise, I was clear on it. But it's not like I had this run this business plan mm-hmm. with this business model that was gonna make whatever whatever. I literally had a learn how to lead Mm. Uh, you know i mean i think i knew theoretically how to lead um but now i had to practice it and now i had to build a team and now i had to lead that team of people that he didn't know. Gente que no saben qué hacer. You, you I gotta, y, y yo no sé qué hacer. So I got to tell them what's... He didn't even I have to tell them what to do. He didn't and, expect that. And yes. I got to figure out for myself at the same time, right? And everybody was older than me. Mm. So it was also learning their, you know, earning their respect and that it had to be mutual. And for me, it was like, well, if you trust me, then we'll, 
we'll get there if you trust me and then it was earning the trust you know trust is reciprocal so so they told you go ahead do what you need to do yeah they were really hands they trusted i mean they were they were hands off which was crazy Uh, amazing but you know they got it they were like you're right you know they would check in but i think the pressure was you know this had to come through Mm. Right. And what? What then? The hunt was like, what films? There was no film freeway. <laughs> so now, like, yo, any Latinos making movies? That's how it was. Yeah, started making some phone calls. So, what, was that challenging trying to find Latinos making movies? Now that you were in the position to have yes the space no. to showcase, yes and no. I I looked at curators. I we did programmers. I always hired programmers from the start. Um, but yeah, then we had to get Hollywood. HBO gave me the cosign to go to to different studios, right? That was like the biggest cosign. And it kind of got elevated once, you know, we did this press conference. So HBO did a press conference to announce the first festival. And that really thrusted everything, like me or and the festival. And, you know, I, I had to prepare myself for that. But then that gave notice to industry, okay, this this is really happening in New York? Okay, then maybe we should look at it. Um, but yeah, there was no, we, we got magazines to like give us free advertising. We did whatever. I had friends that, you know, would give me stuff and like, uh, it's funny because I don't know if you know Zolo Mariduena, his, uh, from Blue Beetle, the actor, but his father ran Stress Magazine, which was a hip hop magazine. And hooked me up a couple of times. I just, you know, so you think about. Can you talk about later full circle. <laughs> you talk about later full circle, right? So there was a lot of like people who thankfully co-signed on me. It was like, yo, I'll give you a free ad. I'll give you whatever. And we hyped this thing up so much. We were like, this is the event of the millennium. Hell yeah. It's going to be you 2000. This is the event yeah. of the millennium. Yeah. If the lights go out, we die. This is the last <laughs> thing you will see. Remember, everybody was like yeah, 1999. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything yeah. is going back to zero yeah. and all that shit. So we hyped that in our marketing. And we did everything to like get people to, to, to send. And so thankfully they did. And so, uh, you know, we got Girl Fight that first year. Michelle oh, Rodriguez. Shit. Uh, we opened with King of the Jungle, which is John Leguizamo, Rosie Perez, Annabella Sciorra. Wow. Like, name dropping a todo que da. And so, so, the op- so it, it opened pretty explosive. So people, you know, ask, oh, did it start off small? And no, it didn't. <laughs> Fuck your noise. Um, Hell, we no. started off big. Damn, <laughs> HBO backing us Wait, up. Give it, give it Jesus. Yeah. Wow. So when you, when you go back to your question, like, when we knew it was, mm-hmm. it is when we saw a line around 23rd Street. Mm. Wow. So we were in the theater on 23rd between, um, it's now the, now it's called the SVA Theater, but it was owned by someone, it was owned by Clearview, I think at the time. And. Talking about the joint that was like Sinopolis at one point? No, oh. the one across the street. Oh, um, I know what you're talking about. The one by BBQs. Yeah. <laughs> like literally BBQs. So but yeah, when no, there was a line, around that block to 10th Avenue twice El Diablo. because we had to play the film twice because we sold out twice. Wow. That's when I was literally with a friend of mine who, you know, like a colleague who was working on the festival. We were like, oh, shoot, this is this is for real. Damn. That's a good feeling. You said, oh, shit. And so you don't know. <laughs> you know, you also got to put into a larger context. There was no social media. Mm. There was no way to engage, like knowing... Yeah, you you had ticket sales and you had a system like, like we went Ticketmaster, so I could see everything, 
But there's one thing of seeing numbers and then seeing bodies it's behind those numbers. Yeah. And when you see bodies right around the block, it and your first, you know, no, it's like, a whole different. It's, it's a whole, whole different and you got celebrities oh, like man. you didn't think, right? Yeah, that's crazy. And you're like, it started from the projects, <laughs> right? And so that's when you kind of pinch yourself. You're like, wow, this is something bigger. And then. Uh, I remember MSG, Massacre Garden. This is when they had the old Jumbotron. <laughs> pulling it back. like, And they had the film festival. They honored the film festival oh, on the Jumbotron for a week or something oh, like that. Oh, damn. Oh, my God. And I was like, Did you I go remember to one of the standing games in front of the Bulger. I remember like at night, it was like one o'clock in the morning. I was coming from something and I just saw it. I, I was like, God. <laughs> And, and, you, and you couldn't a have feeling. a phone to take a picture. Yeah. No, I did take a picture, but I don't. It doesn't exist. But there's some stuff that exists, yeah. like archival stuff, because uh, uh, the first year was was documented a bit. But um, yeah, it's crazy. But now you're on billboards like every, almost every, every year. year yeah, no, every week. So you're like, oh, come on. That's not the picture I picked. <laughs> My man took a picture on Instagram. He's like, that's not the picture I picked. Oh, come on, guys. Next week, do you know we got to shoot? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That shit is regular shit now. Yo, <laughs> to think. That, yo, the, because if y'all remember the MSG Jumbotron, eso tenía como cinco colores. Yeah, 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 yeah. Matter of fact. It was Matter of fact. Matter of fact. Hold up, my yeah. bad. Yeah. You got your own fucking Halloween costume, bro. No. Wait, no. Did I not see that on your IG? <laughs> oh, that's a fake. It was a fake. Oh, no, right, cool. Oh, oh I didn't think he fucking got his it own costume. No, it's a fake. Like costume of himself? No. No, it was like a, like a Halloween a costume. picture, yeah. Right, it was cool. like, it was cool. My bad. It was, it was yeah. man about to spread fake news out here. No, <laughs> I saw it on the no, IG. No. Like the floodwaters. Oh, and then, I think, you know, one of the early best moments is, you remember Movie Phone? Yeah, hell yeah! Okay. I mean, you're it's a Seinfeld like, fan. Yeah, there was there was an episode on that. Yeah, I've never heard movie phone say the word New York Latino. Oh, anything. Damn. So New York movie. So movie phone. Did you call just to hear it? Yeah, I did. No way. Dead ass. Fuck. Because they were a partner, it? so they came in as a partner. But um, to hear this white guy like Mr. Movie Phone, uh, the New York Latino <laughs> Film Festival, and that's how he sounded, and I was like, wow. And I remember calling it from a bunch of times at my mom's house just to hear him. Wow. Star Shit. 6 7? No, I was just calling <laughs> oh, yeah. 7 7 film or something like that. That was the name. Was Anytime something. you feel down, just call that shit. That shit's a Just to hear the ad. Just to hear that shit. That's wild, man. What, what's even more wild is the commercial, the very first trailer was on 35, right? Because we only showed film, there was no digital. And Tito Puente was in the trailer. He died opening night. Shit. That was the last footage that he's oh, been on. No, no way. Damn. Holy That's shit. crazy. He died opening night, and his wake was... The funeral was Sunday, the day the festival ended. Wow. Yo, my man, we got to do a documentary just on the making yeah, of the New York Latino that's, Film Festival. That's, that's <laughs> wild. You got 23 years. You never thought of a documentary or nothing like that? People have asked, but I, I don't know. Co what don't you know about yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's an incredible story, bro. Like two decades in. Like, wait till the 25th year? No, no, no. I, mean, I think by year 30, three decades. Oh, yeah. Because okay. <laughs> you, know, you, you want the right hands on it. Course, I mean, yeah, and I think yeah. there's other people that can tell the story better than I can. There's other people that lived it. Uh, that, that, that have different perspective, you know what I mean? And 
there's a yeah, there's a lot of history that maybe some people don't know. But yeah, that Tito Puente was one of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's wild, amazing. I, that's I mean, I mean, and, and you know, like let's. So now we fast forward. We are 23 years deep, right? Crazy. You started in 2000. So that's crazy. Literally, a, is that the millennium? Yeah. Or? At the start of the millennium. Yeah, right. Like yeah. wow. So you. Uh, all the rebirths and births in the world and the, the stars align and all the gods and all that good stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And, yo, we 23 years deep. But, yo, you know, on top of everything that else that's happening in the world, you got celebrities to pull up, like, hard body. Um, you had my man fucking uh, Guzman. Damn, what's his name? His first name? Yo, he, because he's... Luis. Luis Guzman. Guzman. My man, he's that one Puerto Rican that's, like, the bad guy in every fucking movie. <laughs> no, he's funny. He does a lot of funny I, stuff, too. I, I, I Boogie mean, Nights? Come but, on now. But but he's, uh, uh oh, Wednesday, yeah, yeah, Wednesday's Pops yes. now. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, uh, in the Gomez. Yeah, yeah, Gomez. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he's done, I mean, I'm yeah, obviously... He's, done, he's, done, everyone, uh, he's recognizable. Uh, but the way I know him is from, like, all the yeah, old yeah. school Carlitos ways and all that. Even yeah, Carlitos, yeah, Carlitos way, he wasn't the bad guy, per se. He was Carlitos boy. He, he he's, tried a to get, he's like a character role. Yeah, that, he's a character been actor. That's his, his uh, career. But there yeah. was a spin-off Carlitos way where he was like the main guy. Oh. He was like the main guy. Yeah, but we won't talk but about no, that. <laughs> tell me that <laughs> shit with Diddy. The, the first one is better. But tell me that shit with Diddy, yeah. man. Yeah, we'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes we got to take I, roles. I know the writer of that book. <laughs> he was in the Cabo I know Monte Cristo. Cristo. We're going to talk about that one. Cabo Monte Cristo. He was in that. No, so he's like been in like real, real shit. No, he's recognizable. But, so you had him. I saw... Kel is Keenan. Keenan. No. Keenan. Keenan came through. Uh, like fat, so. Fat you, Joe. Yeah. You got Fat Joe on deck. Yeah. And I was like, Coño, pero este tigre conoce gente. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I ain't twenty three years in. Twenty. And so like, how? Mind you, I asked none of those people to come. Oh wow. Um. So, and not like that. Nice right, right, support. Right, right, right. I think the thing is, is no, one, it, because that's organic. It's genuine. It's organic. It's genuine. Well, and so? sure. <laughs> um, I think that's what we wanted from Jump Street. And so early on when we first started, um, there was always, oh, you know, you should get Jennifer Lopez to be, you know, the ambassador. Mm. Like that was the first year because she was blowing up. It was like she had On the Six. Like that's when we came out when she had her first, her first album. And I never wanted a celebrity to supersede. Like to go over the name of the festival right. to supersede the festival. Right, right, right. Or be the face of it. To be the face of right. it. Um, because I felt like we were all in the same playing field. Mm -hmm. oh, because technically we are. You know, it's like you're not getting a studio picture. You're not getting right. paid $20 million a picture. You have to fight for your film just like I do. Mm -hmm. right? right? You're probably going to make your independent film just like I do. You have a name. You can get the money a little bit faster. But there had to be a, a kind of respect, like we're all in this together. And you had a, I felt like we had to do that from Jump Street. Mm -hmm. And so I think you, we got a different response from talent because then they knew they didn't have an agenda. I'm not using your celebrity to elevate this, like we're in this together uh, because we, we, we need our audiences. We need our hand to come through. We need to build community. We got to uplift each other. We're all in this in the same playing field. Oh, and so, um, and that was that was it from the jump. How do you feel now? Uh, and now that's that when you got the respect. That's, yeah, definitely. And, and definitely. that lives to this day. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. You have to kick it back to their court. Uh, yeah, the but we, now it's collaborative. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Fat Joe came, you know, when he came. As a matter of fact, it's funny. He came when I wasn't even dressed. 
I wasn't even ready. I'm like in my backpack, literally. I'm Jam a straight jeans still? guy. No. <laughs> nah, we elevated. <laughs> but you know, and and literally, he was like, "Don't worry, I'm gonna take the picture. I'm gonna do whatever you want, mm. and we're good." Like, and that was, the, and that's what you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that that's when you, you know, we're in this together. He's like, "I'm here." Whatever. And the same thing, Louis the same way. But we've even had bigger, you know, we've had Vin Diesel. We've had so many celebrities that they know that if that's your intent from the start, then they'll they'll move with you different. They'll move with you. And shout out to so, Fat Joe and all those yeah. celebrities that are showing support, man. That's, that's pretty dope. So now that I feel like you've accomplished those three things that you mentioned at the beginning that you set out to do when you year one, when you started this out, how has... Like now, to 2023, 20, 23 years later, have those goals changed or do they remain the same? Uh, no, you, you 2.0 it, you 2.6 it. <laughs> so what you are know. they now? Well, we have, well, for the we have a digital <laughs> conference. He's rocking the same gear. Shout out to Brick and Cloth that made these. We gotta um, show the back graphic too. Oh yeah. Really right. nice. oh yeah. Oh yeah, you got a camera there. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> well, you thought it was just about you? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, you are wearing the same gear. But, yeah. <laughs> but no, I think it's just you know you wanna you wanna continue to evolve with technology where content creators are at, and so if it's on social and digital content, then that's when Futuro kind of came around, and it was like the same thing. You know, there there's pay inequities with mm. you know influencers of color i can have the same influencer account and if i'm not white i'm not getting the same rate that's across the board in every industry (laughs) and so and then you know there's a lack of of pocs that are working in tech and you have a market a community we dominate on all things social we dominate on mobile consumption we dominate on social media we dominate on you know obviously theater box office and so how do we create a space that educates you know these burgeoning content creators you know and educates them on the business and also gets them to meet executives that look like them so the festival's kind of evolved in trying to you know again hit content creators and audiences wherever they live wherever they're thriving at and so Futuro was launched about like probably four years ago with Google and it was with that intent it's like okay I want to get people that look like me in the building that can talk to me about how this thing works, how this business works. Because if we dominate all those things, then we need to own a piece of that. We mm-hmm. need to own our own enterprises. Mm-hmm. We need to collaborate yes. to get capital. Um, we need to have seats, you know what I mean? And you're seeing that now, you know, between pandemic and things that are going on in the writer's strike, you know, well, the strike just ended. But even every time there's situations where the industry is being halted, I think that kind of gives us more of the push to do our own thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think someone told me this recently. The film b- business is kind of moving where music is at as far as, you know, mm-hmm. streaming. Mm-hmm. Right. And maybe there's opportunities you can just self-distro and all these other things. Obviously, you know, there's, you know, service systems and, and different things you can do, uh, independent distribution. But I think that there's a large opportunity that's coming to us and we just got to tap into ourselves and and hopefully the festival is that groundbreaking point that nexus that connects people to that to make those things happen so yeah nice. nah brother I mean, and if you, and you could tell i think at futuro especially this year 
I think you were there. Yeah, no. Uh, that, for that one, I was there. Yeah. I, mean, I, I didn't the, make the block party. The <laughs> Yo, I, I went through, like, by the way, I am a little and What did you think of it? No, I, I am upset that in the entire fucking front row, all the hoodies were small. So that means all you wanted was small motherfuckers in the front. <laughs> I took up two seats. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, you look snatched now. Yeah. <laughs> He's fitted in that. Yeah. Yeah. This is oh, fucking shit. XL. I don't know what sizing y'all got over there. <laughs> I, I was like five rows deep to find this goddamn hoodie. But anyways. He was going to bring one to me, but he gave it up to someone else who didn't have one. So. I was like, yeah. all right, let me find. Yes, it's good. It's good. But it, what did you think? Because you know it. I, you know, again, I. I well, live it so it's easier for someone it's easier to take it in with you because I, I obviously if you're in the you're working day you know in it so it's a little different to be on the outside looking in seeing experiencing it um it was something that in the beginning because I was sharing yo I got there on my American time shit I am a little proud of it <laughs> I got there at motherfucking 11.50 damn <laughs> Good. It was supposed to be there at twelve, but then I was I was very relieved by the fact that y'all were running on Dominican time, <laughs> and I was like, okay, uh, this shit don't start till one. I was like, all right. Oh, well, shit. we did that intentionally, actually. <laughs> yes, we would have started at one and opened it. Yeah. Thank you. Because we know you. we know the audience. <laughs> I'm not bugging. It's about knowing your audience. <laughs> but I I didn't know if we were running on like a fucking American time. But anyways, I got there super early or on time, but better yet, said, and. Getting there, it was it was great to see my brother Heck. Uh, the, we run uptown, so Rue Crew was in the house, and I was really excited to hear what he had to share about mental health and awareness. It was pretty dope exp- it, seeing him, knowing that I know him in, individually, but also hearing everybody else share their position, their perspective. There were a lot of young, educated people, and it's empowering to to see that aspect i mean i'm not that young anymore where it's like oh shit i'm in my early you know my mid early 20s or whatever because that that's what i felt that a lot of the group was but the people speaking where i was like wow man these motherfuckers is doing it up and that shit was dope but then there was this young lady on the next panel that spoke and she talked about getting her raising her first million and how when she raised her first million that she that shit broke her down and like she she teared a little bit i can't remember her name off the top of my head right now but uh i'll pop her up and she she said what i realized is that money does not absolve me from everything else going on in my life and i was like damn man you know that's real because the most i ever raised was like 250,000 and that was like oh shit okay that was my win and i was just bullshitting but um she raised her first million she's like yo I went from being on EBT to now figuring out what the fuck I'm going to do wow. for real. Damn. That shit, I was like... What's EBT? Uh, food stamps. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was like, yo, that's real talk. Because we have this... I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say for everyone, but I know I have this ideology, or I, the many people that I've spoken to have this ideology that, yo, once we get the money, everything will be figured out. But mm-hmm. the reality is that, unfortunately, unless you have a, played, uh, uh, a plan laid out, you won't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, a lot of niggas that win the lottery... Yeah, they go broke. They, they go broke. They go yeah. broke immediately. Yeah. Because you need to at least know what your desires are, 
you know, sometimes we call it praying, sometimes we call it speaking to God and all. But because we're surrounded by so much negativity when we're impoverished, that our inside voice kind of talks a little louder than our outside voice. Mm. And we need to just speak that out of what it is that we want. Because if our outside voice over, over it supersedes our inside voice, then that'll become true. So sometimes we are our own worst, you know, we're our worst critics, our worst enemy. And and I hate the word imposter syndrome. And and I hate that. Yeah. I hate Yo, that's, that's some white term, I'm going to be honest. There's too many white words. Too many. Like, who the fuck is And I never playing? said the word imposter syndrome. I'll call it something else. <laughs> Maybe it's security or whatever it is, but it ain't an imposter syndrome. Yo, we be I, shook. Yeah. Because I'm not, none of us are imposters, and oh, I certainly don't exactly. have a syndrome. <laughs> like, no, it's too much to not. Thank you for breaking it down like that. Thank you. No, because it's true. But there is an awakening. There is an, oh, like, that happened to me. Yeah. You know, and I I could feel it. Like, you know, for me, I I doubled down. Like, literally, was just really private. I had, uh, you know, some really good mentors that helped me out. Um, But I really just kept really quiet. I don't know. That's just me. And I was like, let me just be insular. Let me just... And that's after you had done your thing, you secured deals and after we got and the money, you yeah. and, and you felt that there was you've been proven uh, a trajectory of growth, you felt that. I felt that from the start, from, from the, the start. first check. Wow. And that's because what well, you gotta understand, when you get money that's not you're getting you know, for me it was like HBO money. Yeah. You wanna uh, drop a number? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice though, it's a nice it's a nice check. You know, life changing. Yeah, Mm. and then you're like, okay, what I what I'm gonna do? And so yeah, you still, I'm still living the projects. Mm. I'm still doing, you know, whatever. Now I gotta figure out how I'm gonna do this thing. How I'm gonna do right? right, But it's my name. It's like everything, and it's this company's name, and maybe a culture. Like if I screwed up, it'd be harder for the next man Mm. or next person. Yeah. Right. So I think there was a lot of that weighing down on me. So I can understand, you know, where she comes from and the pressure of that. Yeah, it can be a lot, you know, That's especially if you're a young person. Mm-hmm. Oh, a lot mean, of pressure. It, it was it, she. She like moved to Portland and Oregon or Maine. Uh, I think the other side. I just mean, they're both escape. very white. Just to escape yeah. this but, whole. But like, just get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like yeah, she, did it, right. she did it right. Yeah, oh. she did it right. What is she? Like, what is she focusing? Uh, uh, she's the uh, homegirl from uh, Shop Latinx, I think. It was. Oh yeah, yeah, mm. you shared that. But. And but, but what was good about Futuro is there was a lot of emotions that you didn't expect. Oh yeah, no, like a so lot of emotions outside, you know. And and I and I honed in on her because I, she visually was about to cry and yeah. like talking about it. And I was like, she was. I was like, wow, man, thank you for in that moment even overcoming that situation and sharing those thoughts. Everyone else was like, it w- was relatively confident in how they felt or of what they're doing. Uh, but you home- even had some guys vulnerable and so you, on the brink of tears. And I was going to say, uh, homeboy uh, King, El Tigre that imitates Denzel Washington, or he does the uh, in the, the Denzel voice and all that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, I was ready to fucking quit. The, the man that was motivating me to, to do this, that can uh, shared, yo, I will support you anyway, financially, emotionally, spiritually, passed away. And he was like, yo, I'm ready to quit. 
and he did like one Denzel, his like last Denzel video yeah. or whatever. And it blew up. And the shit blew up. And everybody's like, yo, my man, you've made it. Wow. And he's like, what the fuck you mean I've made it? I'm like, I've quit. <laughs> and so to circle back Damn. to what you were sharing, um, being there, it was reinvigorating because, yo, you have it, you, you do these things and you're like, Damn. 50 clicks, 50 likes, yeah. whatever the fuck, and nobody's showing love, or not even no one's showing love. No one sees it. The algorithms don't work in your favor, blah, blah, blah. There's so many other things, right? Because it's not just um, what you put in the tags. It's who you are, what you look like, yeah. because it, it, there are other things that show up a little higher up because they're more clickbait relatable. And being in a room that felt like community, yeah. was empowering. And I think that's what kind of also gets lost because as black and Latino, we kind of always get taught into it, thrown into this mindset that it's uh, it, it's crab-like. Scarcity mindset, yeah. That scarcity mindset. Right. Like, yo, that yeah. there's only one fucking seat at the table, that there's only this. And it was dope being in a room where you're seeing people like building their own tables. Building yeah. and having their own. And not only that, but allowing you to sit and you to sit, and you realize that we have so many shared experiences. Not only, not only culturally, but just how we move in business or just in life. How those cultural experiences, you know, we carry with them in our professional lives, and some sometimes that can affect how we move and the confidence that mm -hmm. we have in ourselves. And then sometimes being with people that are share the same experience can uplift you. You know what I mean? And I think that's what we've always wanted to do, not only with the festival, but particularly with Futuro, you know, is really build spaces no matter what age you are, <laughs> no matter how much you think you know that you're in a space that is going to be supportive to maybe tell you the things that you may not know, right? Or you never know who's going to be there and be like, yo, I want to work with you. I want to build with you or whatever. Or have equity. Do you want to do something? You know what I mean? I have money. So you never know. I, I think that that's, and I've seen it time and time again, you know, with the festival, you know, even opening night, you know, you look at Story App, that film was a short film. And we were the first festival that Aristotle played in. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I, I thought like that film had been out and about. And, and also you I did. I mean, it, been, it went to prestigious festivals, but yeah, I mean, no. I remember sitting him with the restaurant, you know, he and I were talking about the script. <laughs> the feature script that's wild so you never know and and you also draw, uh, had the uh, premiere for Cassandro 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 it? yeah it's a uh, uh, a wrestler he Mexican right yeah he's one of the first uh, big LGBTQ like mm -hmm. exotico wrestlers so he's like the Liberace of uh, Lucha Libre that's crazy yeah that sounds fun but you had him show <laughs> up we had him and you know what I mean if there wasn't any strike you know Gael Garcia Bernal, he he picked this festival. Like, he literally mm. picked us to play. Oh, wow. wow. And so, if there wasn't a strike, yes, Sheesh. he'd be here. <laughs> but, um, and that's, again, you know, you're, you're thankful for any, for everybody, right? And But, you know, to see Cassandro, yeah, I mean, that was, that was great, you know? And he's been through a lot. His body's been through a lot of rough and tumble. He had a brain injury, so he can't Jeez. really speak much. But his heart is there. Great guy. I don't know if you were there that opening night. No, I didn't make it, but uh, I, 
following everything. So I was like, yeah, oh, shit. great guy. Um, and it was really sweet. And we had like again that opportunity. We we brought in two Latino wrestlers from the mm-hmm. Bronx that were luchadors, and like, okay, well, tell us, you're not any different than Cassandro. Like he had a regular job, and you're throwing your body out every weekend That's just crazy. for entertainment. Damn. And so we had, you know, two uh, two wrestlers kind of speak on it. Uh, Dominican, Dominican, Puerto Rican wrestlers. Wow. Um, and again, you know, shared experiences, right? And it was such a good conversation, man. Um, Talking about like the Dominican wrestlers. If you guys ever know who beat Hulk Hogan, who's Dominican? Oh yeah, Jack Veneno. Just in case, like, uh, yeah, Jack, yeah, yeah, and he's Dominican, Dominican. Jack Veneno. So I just wanted to drop it out there. I'm like, wait, a little bit of fucking wrestling history. Yeah, but Jack I mean, that shit wasn't on WWF, but it was. Yeah. So yeah, one of those shit, one of those shit. But he beat Hulk Hogan. Um, but it's moments like that that still pinch me, right? Those are the, those are moments yeah, that even for yeah, myself, you can't, you know, you don't make up. Yeah, hell no. I don't mean. Know. So 2023 festival, there's winners in these festivals, right? Yeah, or, there's winners. Uh, how many winners? Like how, they, how, how y'all rank that? How y'all rank that though? Uh, well, you know, we have a killer. You know, I got to give it up to our programmers. Like, we have screeners. Uh, we have programmers. We decide. You know, we kind of. You part up. of the panel? No, 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 no. I came in on the tie. There was one that was a tie. Um, but I kind of, at this point, no, I really don't watch much. Oh, wow. No. So he's um, just there. Now he's the founder. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, you're no. the founder. No, you're the founder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there when I'm bringing a programming team. With I'm there in the big meetings. I'm there when there's a debate. I'm there when there's okay. a tie. Yeah. But you kind of have to. Let the people. Let the programmers program. You know, people swear, like, I watch every. I was like, I'll throw my eyeballs out. I, yeah. I can't. We get that much content. How right? much? How many movies on average you guys get a year? Uh, this past year we got uh, seven eight hundred. What eight hundred? Wait, around what? The world. Yeah. How many do you select? Uh, oh, we only select a hundred. How do you? Wait, so you got selected. a team watching eight hundred? Yeah, we well we separate it. So there's a docs team. Doc, there's documentaries. There's shorts. Narrative. I'm very involved in the narrative in the U.S. premieres for the most part. Uh, but there's there's set groups for everybody. That's insane. And then we meet every team meets, and what's even more, which we, I've always done from the jump, no team talks to each other. Mm. Oh, so no sp- one knows what the person is selecting. Nobody knows anything. We keep the rooms really private. So Docs does their doc thing, and you don't deal with features. They have features like a that, dedicated you know, office room, or no, they meet separately. Yeah, they meet separate sessions, <laughs> and I think for me, I, that I've always wanted, like that. I that was that was habit from start, um, and only because we a there was always the thought, what if we had that much content? But also, like you wanted to keep um, structure. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. You know that. Everything was kind of like departmentalized, if you will, and there was structure to the programming. You had a you had a structure on the back end, um, so I've I've always had it that way. Wow, that's amazing! Eight hundred. So when films, people say, "Oh, did you see my movie?" like and they ask another program, probably not. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. You got denied. <laughs> But I, I still Your go to boy. the festivals. Yeah, I mean, I still go to the, some of the festivals, and I'll still visit, and I'll still, if there's something I like, I'll pick it up or something like that. But I, I don't even pick up on my own. I'll, I'll talk to someone else. Wow. I'll talk to a programmer or whatever. 
Um, but I'll, I'll still, you know, I'll drop by Sundance. So I'll drop by South by Southwest. Do they um, show you love? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe like my man collects the chinchilla. Chinchillas in the building. Yeah. <laughs> I sit in the back. I really don't. I I honestly just sit in the back. I really am not. I'm that person. Mm. How you deal with the fame when it first started popping off with you? I wouldn't call it fame. I don't think it's fame. <laughs> no, it's like, he walks in the building. People gonna know you. Mm. In the film festival, I don't look at it like that. No, no. Oh shit! How do you look at it? Though? Yeah, regular. I'm just, yeah. Just here. El tigre, el tigre from the project. <laughs> Pretty much, I'm very much a low key. I'm very low key in that way. Okay. Um, for me, that keeps me grounded. Yes, I get that. I get it. Um, but I think I also uh, limit how much I put myself out there mm. in that. You know, I mean, I I decided that really early. I don't need to be in everybody's party. I don't need to be in every carpet. I don't need to be that person. And it's easy to do that. Um, Cause I'm pretty sure you get invited to. You can run this every night. Yeah. You can run this every night. Um, <laughs> And you can, right? El Tigre, yo, my I'm man, sure there was not an everything. event that I hit up where everybody's like, Calixto, where you at? Yeah. And everybody's like, I just want to give him my flowers. I'm like, yo, cuántas fucking flowers <laughs> are going to get this? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he gets invited to a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. You do that, and I I decided in my life early on just to, to have balance Good. that I didn't that's want sad. that. Yeah. My man said balance. That takes a lot of... No, it's true. Better, yeah, like, that takes I, a that lot. sounds like it would be exhausting to go to a mm-hmm. premiere every night or a party. What is that? But you can get high in your own supply. It's Absolutely. easy to do that. Yeah. That too. Yeah, you're right. And so if you don't protect that, at least for me, then, you know. Mm-hmm. So I like to, you know, if I go to a, a premiere, sometimes I'll do something. I get it. Uh, but in certain spaces, I'll sit in the back. I'm good money. What are yeah. you excited about? Oh, there's a lot. There's, uh, you know, I'm still excited at the growth. I still have visions of growth. That doesn't stop. What What, what would be the next growth? Well, we've done, or you like, know, we did a comedy competition. Time? So we did, we launched this whole comedy program for national, you know, for comics throughout the nation. And that started from nothing. Mm. So again, you didn't have a lot of Latino sitcoms on TV. I was like, that's a problem. How do we fix it? So we thought, you know, we went to HBO. We went to the folks at Entrenos. Um, shout out to Ed Louis, Edwin, uh, Edwin Leocono. And I was like, let's do a, a competition. Let's look at new talent. And we've been able to do that for the past couple of years. You know, Ralph Barbosa just won the last one. He's big right now. He's, you know, he's Dave, Dave Chappelle's giving him a lot of love. He's opened some dates. But, you know, again, we, we've searched around the the nation for comics we give them an hbo special we give them the marketing that's something that you know wow. you haven't that's great. never been right and so you know it's it's again filling the pocket wherever you know you see the need futuro is one of those needs we launched an agency three years ago uh we're nominated for an emmy this season so we'll find out yeah Dude, congrats awesome. And so, What's uh, the name of the agency? Agency Nylif, Agency New York Latino Festival. <laughs> well, we got to put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can see it. It has its own site. It has its own team. What do you, who do you represent? Or like, oh, like what oh, field so, of okay, entertainment? Yeah, so we it? do multicultural marketing. We do commercial work. We do uh, experiential activation, digital Ooh. work um, in multiple, you know, cultural spaces. So we worked on films. We worked on the 
the campaign, the COVID campaign for New York City. Oh, y'all did? Yeah. I oh, remember shit. Mike wow. came out in one of those commercials. Yeah? yeah. I did? Yeah, Mike Diaz. Damn. I don't shout, remember shout, that one. Shout out to Mike. Yeah. We worked on some films. We did Widows. We did Bad Boys for Life. That's fine. We did some work on Blue Beetle. Oh, wow. Um, we have another project that we're about to ramp up now. But again, that's with the same ethos of like, okay, well, we know all these content creators and these photographers and these people. How do we bring them in to projects if we have the cultural intelligence then how do we move that to brands and do y'all represent properties? designers we do whatever i'll bring anybody in because wow. this is a big gap in my industry yeah it's huge yeah between film theater no everything. i know there's like no latinos i can work with none so yeah. i represent myself Good. With the help of my love. Shout out. Here. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and if anybody can tell you the way we operate, the way I've always functioned, at least I love bringing people together. I love building teams from scratch. I don't know why, but there's something creatively in that excites me to see what that end product is. And you could be, you could be with the same team all day, every day, and I get it. Um, and yes, doing how I do it is a little bit difficult. Because I get a lot of like, look, so why are you bringing somebody new they never worked with? <laughs> like, this motherfucker don't know shit. <laughs> yeah, why are you bringing somebody that's untested or whatever? And it's like, oh, my God, because. Yeah, because that was me, right? And yeah. so it's like, well, I need some, who's going to give you, then when do we give each other the shots? Thank you. Yeah. I, yeah. I had an opportunity to design on Broadway, but I had to be held with, my hand had to be held by a co-designer who was white. Yeah. They wouldn't give it to me. Otherwise, like just me, because I have no experience. Yeah. But you I'm have untested. all the experience. In the but world. I have untested. experience. Like I can do the job. So like that so for me, it's that, me it's that that I was like, well, yeah, let, let's bring other people. And so we bring in other photographers. We bring in different directors. We bring in different teams. And we worked even on this COVID thing. Like we told the narrative of what the community was going through. And I had new crews every single shoot. Wow. That's great. Because I know what that can do for that person, that job. Mm -hmm. You know, you pay them equitable. And it's like, I know you're going to get something else is going to come off. Right. And it, and it's happened. You know, and we do that every which way. We do that in our production. The festival brings in constantly new media teams, new people, new hosts, new everything. Like to keep it fresh, but also, you know... Again, you, you, you put you, your, your fingerprints are on it. There's so many people that have been through the things that we have done mm -hmm. and their fingerprints are on the festival. And that's the legacy. That's where you start building legacies. Um, and for me, that's, that's really important because then that's something you can talk about and then somebody else can jump in. Mm -hmm. that's, Given you know, opportunities. It's no, a beautiful not, thing. Yeah, no. I, 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 like I said from the, be the beginning, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> For you, yeah. El Tigre está aquí, damn. For everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Opportunity, opportunity. But I remember you. I remember you clearly. You a young guy. <laughs> yeah. ahora estoy viejo retirado. still fucking in this shit, man. <laughs> I didn't know you from Adam. I just heard you. I just heard your beats. I knew you lived in the same building. I was like, yo, do you want to do this? And uh, I remember you were like surprised, and you were like, like "Fuck and I'm yeah, like, this is for real." But you know what? There's other producers that I come to just like in the same way, and I hit them up, and I'm like, "Yo, you want to? I like your beats. You want to do?" And some people get really surprised. Some mm -hmm. people think I'm fake, like yeah, not, yeah, yeah. not like fake, but like I think when I do it, like sometimes I'll DM people, and they think the DM. Oh, like, what is it? It's a bot. What is it? A bot? I think it's a bot. 
the fuck and I'm like, no, it's me. Oh, like, it's shit. for real me. And That's funny. So you get some of those things. If you get a DM from Calixo Chinchilla, and it doesn't have the bomb after it, then that may be fake. <laughs> That's have the bomb after it. Yeah, but those are the, the things that still it. that that motivates me. So the the agency is one part, and then we just launched. You know, for photographers, we just launched a, a scholarship, a grant with Shutterstock. Oh shit! Wow. That we're giving nice. ten thousand dollars each uh, to photographers to help document the Latino experience. Oh, just shit. in general. What we're noticing in stock photography, again, you see the whole that a lot of the images that are out there are very, you know, white, safe. But start taking pictures. You know, you got images for days. That's true. You have. He has a huge. So if you look at a lot of the images that exist, they kind of seem the same and the redundant. But where's the the cultural nuances, right? Where's the multiculturalism of the culture? In those images, and so. When we had the conversation um, with Shutterstock, it's funny because they saw what we were doing with photographers. Because mm. mm. we had brought in so many different photographers to be a part of our media gang. Even this year, we got these two young people that were part of a Warner Brothers uh, program with uh, with the the high school for art and design. They had never done a, an event like this. They had oh never done God. any, you know what I mean? And again. But they're hella gifted. Yeah. And they you just tap snap in. in away. Yeah, yeah. And that's where you tap in. It's like, okay, well, drive by in there. I'm gonna take your your skill set. You're in high school, whatever. I'm gonna take your skill set and like this is what an event this is what event photography is. Right? And so And what it should be. What it should be. Where you teach them and they get mentored by the the adults, like the you know, the the, the, the more established photographers in our game, right? <laughs> And so, you know, again, with, with, with Shutterstock, it was like that. It was like, okay, well, how do we create this opportunity? They saw what we were doing, and they were like, okay, then, then help us identify, and let's, let's put some money into their pockets and make it happen. That's what's up. So, so if yeah. uh, photographers out there want to get involved, how can they get involved? Uh, they can go to our URL. They can go to our um, Instagram, and there's a link on the Instagram. It's, it's a commercial. URL. URL. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking... <laughs> This is a Prosecco. This is a Prosecco. I, I mean, that was like, yes, Prosecco. URL, yes. HTTP, colon, slash, slash, www. It's a Prosecco. <laughs> no, it is. Because I, I haven't eaten dinner yet, and I'm drinking this Prosecco. We're on the same level here. No. We're all the same level. Fuzzy. I thought it was just me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> trying to keep it really tight this whole time like i'm fine go to no, our url go to our url you know it's just words nobody cares there you go so 2024 they can go they can go to our instagram there there's go. a link and they can find the link there there you go so the first and one was there. from 1999 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he's old school this one's yeah. like 2000 keep it around <laughs> oh Oh, man. So 2024 <laughs> Film you Festival, Latino Film Festival. HTTP colon slash slash. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, we're going to look forward to the um, next year's Latino Festival, different from this one. Do you switch it up? Wait, do you switch it up? Do you plan a year yeah. in advance? Yeah, we start probably. So is, is it year round for you or is it? Um, kind of, sort of. I mean, sometimes programs overlap. So like our comedy program starts usually like right before after the festival you know kicks off shutterstock is already starting now so um probably like january is when we start looking at content seriously mm. 
So, and then kind of production starts creeping in a little gotcha. bit earlier. And then ideas just kind of come up, you know, we... We did, we did a block party. We've done a block party for the past. Shout out to you, man. You keep it uptown. Yes. Yeah. That's hard. It's hard. It, last year was our first time in the Heights. Yeah. We did the block party in pandemic. We did it as a drive-in, the festival. Oh, fun. So we did just big films, right? We yeah. did like the the marquee films and, and a drive-in at one of the Yankee Stadium lots. And then we did a block party there on the on the parking lot. And we had Justin Quiles and um, Busca Buya and um, DJ Bembona, I think, did it that year. And then we moved to the Heights. And then we had Afro Dominicano. That was yep. their first big hit. Great. Uh, you know, there was, I think that was their first appearance of town in this way, from what I heard. And then, um, and now they're, they're blowing up, you know, they're doing their thing. And then this year we did it in the rain. We had it tented, but it was crazy because it was packed. That's well, great. In the rain. That is great. I don't know if it can survive the rain that we just experienced now. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. But it was it was pouring down for a minute and like people just went nuts. That's, that's what's great. Up. It's just uh, that's, that's love. Show, it's just love. The love is real. El teteo, yeah, bro. The love is real. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. And so, you know, I just I, I still uh, I'm in awe of it. You know what I mean? I don't you know, the festival's his own person. So it's just for me, I just operate in that way. I, I kind of cut myself from it. And, you know, people you, like him. They come to him every year. They yeah, sell, you know, and beautiful. I kind of look at it like that. As a kid. You, you just Great walk around with the walkie-talkie in your back pocket. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Do you have a code name for the walkie-talkie? No. No? <laughs> but you know we're, we're thankful the audience like it's a it's a group effort right and are so, we gonna have a block party next year yeah oh. I wanna do we it in the... I thought the acts were really good this year you had reggaeton you had R&B oh, you nice. had a bachata oh, close shit. it out um, and I thought it was really diverse this year uh, which is what we wanted and then next year you know we'll, we'll see what happens you know we got Drake you know we'll call him up but you know we haven't i haven't seen you in a minute like this i've never we haven't had a conversation like this bro it's been eight i mean it it we used to only cross paths when I was chilling on the block so often and I was making beats with Tone uh, and, yeah, and yeah. I was just there chilling. I'm like, ah, so, so, and now you've blown up so much. <laughs> but so have I, you, right? It, 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 Give yourself some, some flowers, man. There you go. Give yourself a bomb. A bomb. Bomb. <laughs> when I see him <laughs> at, at, on the, on the most recent occasions, I see you and I, it like, you know, just quick side note, people will be like, oh, um, I'm gonna take a picture, right? Me, I'm, and they'll be like, and then Calixto's like, oh, let me take a picture with you, and everybody's like, Calixto wants to take a picture with you, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, man, we go way back. <laughs> so thank you very much for being like that. You, porque hay mucha gente que son como mierda, bro. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? There are, the, the, there is that The guards realm. are up. Like you were sharing earlier, the guards are up. The trust. The, tru yeah. I, the trust. I, I call it como mierda. But <laughs> I literally had to explain to somebody what that meant. Oh. <laughs> no, like that, that's for real. That's yeah, that, that exists. Yeah. Uh, and so it, it's very, it's very refreshing, welcoming, like, 
that you don't walk past me when I see you, mm. period. And because that's been in, in all of the events. You stop and say, what's up? That's very much appreciated. I've been in rooms where you know I've known people for X amount of years. And they'll be like, oh, I didn't see you. I'm like, my man, I'm like the only brother that looks kind of different. <laughs> and I'm like, and, right. and granted, sometimes I do get foggy, right? And sometimes I do forget some faces, right? And so, so I tell people to forgive me. There's some people that are not in my cipher like that that I forget. Oh, so man. there's also some grace, you know. But yes, there's there's gonna be mierda, and then there's, there's grace. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but no, there, there exactly there is grace, and then because I had somebody who was like, "Yo, I remember you, 1990." I was like, "I don't know." It's good to see you. Yeah. They were like, "You remember me?" I was like, "Not really," you know. So there's that. How have you been? Yeah, no, I get that. It was like, but you know, it was moments like that. That that whole thing that we did in Dykeman with. Uh, uh, MRFU, Mr. Mister Fu. Chop that house. was really Chop House. I got to give them credit, the Dominican uh, Collaborative, everybody who's involved in that. Um, that Dominican was really Collective. Sweet. Dominican Collective. They, uh, Ms. Uh, Chop House, Mr. FU, Natives 1990. All of picture. it. Yeah. That was really sweet. You know what I mean? And, you know, again, I'm a, when you're so in it, it's hard for you to stop and, like, look at it um, but it's moments like that that you know I just want to keep going That those are moments that inspire me that evening I'm not gonna lie like I never went to a high school reunion and I've known those people for like a few years of that but I was like, Konyo, I didn't want to. I didn't want that evening to end. I was like, oh, everybody here is so cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had it after, after. Some of us split up. Yeah. But we, we went. Some of us went somewhere else. No, we no, did, no. gente se fueron all over the place. Yeah. So we still chilling here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what the festival was about. That's 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 the DNA. I don't know the secret sauce, but I think the secret sauce is probably authenticity. Mm. Oh, my man, that's it. another. Mm. <laughs> Yo, with that said, I feel my neighbors itching a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little by little, they, they, they turning it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They turning so, it up a little bit. So what we're going to segue into is what we call last call for words. Ooh. Yo, Gino, how you holding up? You good, baby? Good. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> shout out to Gino. Shout out to the PR team. You, 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 don't, you don't hear the effects going on, but yo, my man, I've been dropping nothing but bombs to this whole bombs. fucking episode. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hold just an experience for Gino. So I don't have a camera going that way, but I think you'll be on the other time. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so we'll go to the last call for words. Let them go first. I'll go last. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah so we'll go all first. right, so we we'll go, go, go Dre, then H, and yeah. then you. Is that how you want to do it? All right, yeah, pretty cool. much. God, I don't know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> it gives you buying time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trust me, I'm, <laughs> I'm the first nervous. one. I'll be getting caught. I'll be getting caught. URL. That's my word. URL. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> I always look it up and I forgot now. Fuck. All right. Oh, no. I it was a joke. I know. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Last call for words. My brother, my main man, Dre Drizzle. What can I say? It was worth the fucking hurricane Storm. to come over here, bro. It was worth it. Your fucking story is amazing. 23 okay, years in. You got one of the fucking coolest names I ever fucking heard. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and keep giving, you know, young people um, the opportunities you give them, man. You're super humble. I love that about you. And 
yeah, hopefully I'll make it to the 23 and 4 film festival as an audience, as a guest. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not making it. <laughs> now, yo, we'll do next year. I'm going I'm to pitch to him right now. We'll do a Just Words live event at one of the panels. Drop yeah, on. we want to do a podcast next year. We're, we're definitely gonna there podcast. you go. Yeah, William did. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the lovely, honorable Lady H, what are your thoughts for today's last call for words? Tables, tables, tables. Tables have been on my mind for like the last few years we've been together. And you are building a table. We want to build a table. And it's, I'm sure in your experience, it's also been... Words. <laughs> it's um, just having agency over our own choices and our own actions and seeing ourselves in positions of power and positions of control and choosing. And you are doing that and you're giving opportunities to other people as well. So uh, I have no more Prosecco in my glass, but appreciate cheers that. to you for that. having made this beautiful big table and giving a seat to everyone that is a model for us and thank you yeah, thank you thank you appreciate it clink 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 uh i close it off brother i can't Don't you be can't funny. yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's my my show <laughs> um no nah, it's a pleasure to be here right i can say that yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i'll give you a ball for that it don't have to be that crazy yeah it don't have to be that crazy you know it's a pleasure to be here it's a pleasure to to see people that do it by any means to be in these like spaces like this really inspire me this whole place <laughs> if y'all could see the things that you don't see this place is really cool but i'm really proud of this brother here um because again, I remember you yeah, being a young person, you're still a young person, but a younger person, just driven, man. You were just really driven, suited up in ways I, I didn't even have the dress code you had. <laughs> this guy. And now we're dress matching you together. Know. <laughs> he had a briefcase for the composition notebook. You had a briefcase for the composition notebook? <laughs> he wasn't he playing no game. No, oh, he uh, was like, no joke. He, I, I, he, he went, away, went to I grandma's house. I know, he went to his grandma's house, like, suited up because his grandmother lived in the middle. Yeah, play no game. Play no game. But, <laughs> but this is how God works, right? Who would have thought? A, we bumped at each other in the hallway, right? Then you do the score for us. Now I'm here in your show. Shit. It's a beautiful thing. Right? We're still New here. Beginnings. Your skin looks good. <laughs> you live in a dope-ass place. <laughs> oh, shit. You know? And, you know, it's not just words. It's just facts. Ooh. You know? It's a thing Dropping bombs. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for to Gino our, yeah, our PR. Yeah, shout out to Gino one more time. So public, it came up in the rain, torrential rain. Torrential rain. rain. I didn't expect to. I Not expected to be repping myself today, but he came through. My my cousin over here was thinking twice about coming. I think it's like fifteen minutes away. See, <laughs> my man over here said, "I don't know, I'm getting home, but I made it." I made it. I made no, it. he did. He did. He did. He did. Um, it's always inspiring crossing paths with people that not only have a seated idea, but take that idea and actually not just manifest it, but allow it to fruition. You, you didn't verbalize it, but 
there is a certain thought process behind allowing certain energies into our lives. It doesn't matter who they are, whether it's, you know, your parents, your friends, your best friend, whoever. But what mattered most and what matters most is you allowing yourself to see it and follow through with it and say, yo, this is what I want to do. Not only did you do your film, you're like, yo, hold up, fuck the film. I got to build a platform for films like this to actually be seen, be shown, and be experienced. Now, today, there is other people that are doing it, but I don't feel that intention. And that in, it, their intention is, yo, just to do it, to do it and make their money and run. And I'm not speaking about any film festival in particular. I'm just sharing that, like, your awareness and your 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 forethought of saying, like, yo, I can't do this alone. Let me allow myself. To, let me allow myself to partner with a network. Let me allow myself to to see that there's more. And now you're here, and you're talking about photographers. You're talking about podcasters. You're talking about comedians. Yo, my man, it just goes to show that even within our end game, there's always more room for growth. And that's just all the much more fucking empowering because we got to uh, at least also uh, allow ourselves to see how little space we've been given. But forget about the space we've been given. It's about how much space we want to make. And yo, you could have stuck at just films. And that's it, and call it a day, and just done your shit, and lived out your life, and nah, you go in that extra realm. I didn't know you were doing the photography thing. I I, I vaguely heard about the comedian thing, and now you know you're doing the futuro thing, and it's like holy shit, man, you're looking so much further. So, you know, yeah, it's one thing to give the metaphorical flowers, but my nigga, you are doing phenomenal. And mm-hmm. I thank you very, very much on some like real shit like that because that's next level. Whoever thought about making a partnership with Shutterstock? Nobody's doing this <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right, thank you, brother. You know what I'm saying, my man? That's that's thinking outside the box, and that's I being able to identify that there is beyond the box. And that's what's important and saying like, yo, these four corners and all this shit is just more open and arms open. And, you know, I am so fulfilled knowing that we can reconnect on on whether it's through this platform on many other spaces. But, you know, your efforts, yes, they don't go acknowledged, obviously. But what I'm sharing with you is that you're thinking outside and thinking further. That's fucking significant, brother. That's next level shit. So I, I, I appreciate you to the nth degree. Thank you very much for even making the time to come out here. There was a whole fucking storm. Yeah. The, new, flood, the, 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 the city is going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. this motherfucker up. <laughs> Keep it Thank you because other people are making time for you, but my man made time for us. Absolutely. I appreciate it. You're the man, bro. You're the man. Appreciate it. So, you know, with that said, man, I appreciate you. Uh, You gave us more than your time. 
Dre Drizzle, yes, yes. Calexto Chin. You gotta give, you gotta give me that bomb. You gotta, I'm gonna download <laughs> the bomb app. <laughs> you gotta hear how this sounds on the on the headset. <laughs> Lovely, honorable lady. Thank age. you so much. Thank it's you. It's Rock Kane. This just words. We all fucking care, apparently. <laughs> we out. Hey, we out. We out. <laughs> that shit was awesome. Yeah. My bad, man. I didn't want to keep you out of it. <laughs> no. And I was like, it sounds very different when you're there. And with the Prosecco, the, 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 the sense is getting a little heightened. A little bit, a little bit.